Yeah, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show, or should I say Shalom? Today is July the 11th. 2019 strong hand be a unique beast beast value your wealth in bitcoin unconfiscatable having hype one bitcoin equals one bitcoin offended by selling okay guys i am in tel aviv i am exhausted i did not sleep very much on the plane or i didn't sleep very well on the plane i ran today i haven't eaten today um It'll end up being a 60-hour fast tomorrow. But I got to tell you, I was in motion nonetheless. The first thing I did, got off, well, got, got, left the airport, got on a train, got to walk by my Airbnb. It wasn't ready. I walked straight to the Tel Aviv Bitcoin embassy. Someone recognized me from a cafe. I mean, I'm like, wow, this is unbelievable. Bitcoin embassy people. I walked into the Tel Aviv Bitcoin embassy. There were a bunch of American kids who were on a tour of Israel and their tour guide brought them to the Bitcoin embassy where they were learning about Bitcoin. And I, I was, I said a few words to them. And then another, another guided tour of American youth came into the Tel Aviv Bitcoin embassy and they just, they let me give the speech. I gave the speech, <laughs> no, hardly any sleep, no preparation. I, I just happened to walk into Bitcoin and all of a sudden I'm lecturing all these uh, like 16 year old kids. It's so exciting because these American kids, some of them, uh, their fathers had it. One of them had a had a wallet already somehow. Uh, and Shmuel, who was there, gave them bit gave some of the kids Bitcoin that, that had wallets that set up wallets, and they were asking really smart questions. Uh, so and, and it, it shows you there's a lot of lot of room to grow, but there's a lot of interest. Because they weren't, they, and some of them knew about Ethereum. So again, these are Americans visiting Israel, uh, going, and they they were the second group was really tired looking, and I just I just pumped them up with the energy level, baby. I I was on fire. I mean, they were like shocked. They see how energetic I was when they've been walking around and like the it was hot out there today. And I said I just got off of an airplane from Baltimore, and uh, it, it it was a good time. I was very pumped. I think. I commend the Bitcoin embassy in Tel Aviv for doing this outreach and whoever arranged this. Uh, and I was asked a few weeks ago on this show, you know, what should I see when I'm in Israel? And I said, well, if you go on the typical tour guide, you'll see the typical things, but you got to go to the Bitcoin embassy. Well, looks looks like the Bitcoin embassy is getting put on the, uh, the tour guide uh, list now. So I encourage anyone at the Bitcoin embassy and I'll talk to them. Get on all the tours, not just the kids, because these kids, I think today their Tel Aviv tour, they were visiting different like technological places. So they they visited and they were interested in Bitcoin. So uh, it's growing, baby. It's growing. And they were all like 16 and younger, I think. I, I, I didn't even ask about their uh, uh, what their what their exact ages were. So, yeah. So that's how my day started. <laughs> Gave a lecture on Bitcoin and I, I am totally exhausted this might be as tired as i've ever been when when i've done this show and my mind's a little i i have to go to sleep very soon it is uh 10 30 here but tomorrow at 11 a.m giacomo zuko will be on this week in bitcoin i don't know who will be it. it's hard to coordinate over twitter when twitter is down now pound that 
yeah, Twitter is down for some reason. But I do uh, have notes uh, from cool things I learned. Of course, on Twitter, TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-L-T. Uh, and I'm, uh, uh, what am I? Sportsmeister.com. You can listen to my podcast and disruptmeister.com. All my old videos and things planned for Blockchain Week, uh, which is around September 13th. I will, I will still be here. I will be here for a while for all you Israel people who want to see me. And I'll probably see a bunch of you on Sunday. And again, you could just walk into the Tel Aviv Bitcoin Embassy like any day of the week. It's not open on Saturday, though. And I think it's closed for part of Friday. But any other day of the week. You can walk in there. All right. So I want to get to, I mentioned this many times that Doug Casey has uh, a free newsletter that I get <laughs> uh, over email at one of my old email addresses. And sometimes he has ridiculous guys pumping ridiculous ICOs talking, uh, just talking a big game. They have no idea what they're talking about. They're throwing around the blockchain term. Uh, I had Doug Casey on the show beginning of 2017 before he jumped into Bitcoin. Um, and it was really surprising how, Hardcore, he got into Bitcoin. He saw it pump. And I think he had regrets that he did because he could have gotten into it a lot earlier. So he didn't take the shift with he still He still has his course. He still pumps gold, Doug Casey, but he jumped into pretty hardcore to a point where he, I, he, he got a little too far into it with some of these altcoins. But that's not why I'm sharing this, uh, this article. He actually has some great points that the those of us in the first world overlook. Um, he talks about the third world currencies here, and I'm going to read you and, and why they need Bitcoin. That's not just because people who own cryptocurrencies are currently making money. They're saving an appreciating asset rather than a depreciating asset. You're on a Sisyphean treadmill if you try to save a third world currency. But three-fourths of humanity has no alternative. Nobody in these places wants to save the worthless local currencies. But by law, that's their only option. Billions will try to get into Bitcoin. They can transfer wealth outside of the country, which is very... Pulas, pesos, and such are worthless outside of the country that issue them. And that is that last point is huge. The uh, I forgot what it's called in Mozambique. Uh, their their currency is worthless outside of Mozambique. Uh, Angola, their currency is worthless outside of Angola. They, but in those countries, they, they are forced to sometimes second large bags belly up. So not only have they the humiliation of being forced to save in this uh, in this inflationary currency, but they're banked. Uh, stole from <laughs> so you can we don't some people i think in i say think well they're these they're just different color everyone color. these things are like 20th level altcoins compared to bitcoin type of stuff all right they're terrible and he doesn't mix word mince words words at all when he describes it in, in here and it's just it's just a reminder uh, why these it, for small and again a lot of people don't save in these countries anyway they've so they're so, I'm good I'm going to complete the darn show oh my god all right so planet 
Musk, you asked if uh, someone should go 40, 60% holding, 40% uh, gambling. And I said, oh, that's, that's not good at all. Uh, why, why gamble that much? I said you should have asked 90%, 10%. But still, it's not worth it to gamble that much. We've gone over many times why saving is so important here. Um, so no, I, I, I wouldn't say, I, I know people want me to say, oh, you want me to give a seal of approval to trading. I'm not gonna give it a, a seal of approval to trading. All right, um, never, strong hand, pound that like button. So I wanna go back to Doug Case. I, I don't know if everybody uh, heard heard everything it, it get a, a better connection here the connection looks like it's good but it's not good for some reason um all right and hear me uh curse too that's that's good and uh so case is, is right that the, these third world currencies are worth nothing and that the people in these third world countries like mozambique are forced to save in them and that Bitcoin is a way out of that. And that in the United States, we, that what's going on in these countries, we think it's just they have a mini dollar or something. Like that. These things aren't at all like the dollar. And this is another reason why Facebook coin, why Facebook coin will do well in these countries also. Because they are forced to save these countries and uh, currencies. And now they will have an option to get something that will be much more valuable uh, than what they've been saving in. Now, a lot of people don't know how to save already in those countries, so that's not good. Um, but for those who want to save in those countries and are forced to save in their quachas and whatever Doug Casey mentioned in the quote that I read that you might not have heard, um, they now have the option in Bitcoin, and that's one of the reasons that uh, that's one of the reasons that Doug Casey. He likes it, and I think it is a great point. And uh, all right. Again, if you're here tomorrow, 11 a.m., all goes well with this connection. Uh, Giacomo Zucco will be on the show. And uh, who knows? Ripple. Ripple had a, a an amazing tweet from a, uh, a Rippler. said, before I leave Twitter, I just want to say a big you to all the xrp influencers miserably wrong about everything not your fault that i listen to you but i still and hope you all get hit by a bus ciao now again i think the guy admits that it was his fault but he's pretty angry and this is the thing this is the influencers in the altcoin land or those people who just these uh, good marketers. Yeah, they're going to sell you the world, dudes. You cannot. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. That's what you need to know. Maybe some of these altcoins are going to have uh, little uh, little developments that they bring to the table that are a little different. But this isn't going to be the next Bitcoin. You're going to end up disappointed. You're end up you're going to end up cursing and being angry on Twitter like this guy. But uh, he does, uh, at least he admits that he made the mistake, but then he, you know, he, he points at the influencer. I don't, <laughs> I didn't know there were really XRP influencers out there. I thought it was just like a, a bunch of bots that someone set up. 
And, and the, the people who I thought were real in the XRP army, I guess, I, I, I just can't, anyone could actually fall for them. But then, you know, I watched, I watched a movie on the plane today and you can learn a lot from this. it's called the inventor out for blood and it's about elizabeth holmes and the country and the company theranos which is a, which was a total scam but you hear her speaking about it with such confidence and she convinced tim draper even the bitcoin guy he was wearing the tie in it which was nice of course but she hold this confidence and there were there were plenty of people working at on stuff at her company but the product that she said she had did not exist at all and, but and to this day she still talks with confidence about it. she is just a personal liar people have to realize such people not to get fooled and they hold claims with confidence um there in the space claims about being certain people and they get huge followings not nearly to the level of elizabeth holmes i mean elizabeth holmes was hanging out with george schultz all these uh politicos that he had convinced and so i think everyone in bsv should definitely watch this and uh should try to understand how it applies to them uh, because people people can just she, I mean, and she probably thought she was telling it on a certain level. I, I don't know. It, it's some wacky stuff. I wouldn't. I don't want to be in her head. Uh, but she, a very confident the way, and she used every trick in the book. She used her feminine ways to to attract uh, uh, money from older men too. Um, which again, that that's part of the game. I mean, that's the least of what she was. Doing, the least of the immorality that she she was up to. Okay, because she she was just straight up lie. But then I mean. She she would she did target men. She did target older dudes too. But that that's not the bigger point of this whole thing. The bigger but every sociopath is going to use that they have to to lie. Okay, if they're good looking, if they're smart, she was smart too. She used her smart her brain uh, also to convince people. But this is on a much smaller level. This is what's going on. It could be on a larger level. In the altcoin land, maybe in the Ripple land, definitely in the BSV land. This is the kind of thing. It's a good documentary to watch. I, I recommend it to anyone if you're traveling a long distance. All right, on, on a plane that has such a thing. And someone says fake deep voice female. She might be faking that deep voice. And she, it's so wacky. She is so wacky. Um, there might be some reason why she thought that was a a good idea to do that uh and she also she was sleeping with her cfo or her the second in command it was it was unbelievable Un unbelievable but again this the straight up lies that she's still telling that that just to look at her and to to now know that she was lying um you can see how you would how other people believe a certain lie in their space all right finally uh we were talking about ethereum develop developers and uh, no, I have not read Bitcoin Billionaires. One, two, three. Notes. I don't. I don't really have any books with me. Um, I, I read articles and stuff mostly. I, I have. I don't have time to read books. And it would do it the way um, Naval reads a book. I would just read the parts that I was interested in, uh, the subject matters I would 
I was in, and then move from book to book that, that cover those subject matters. So yeah, maybe a bunch of Bitcoin books, but uh, a few pages from each one. I like that Naval approach book, bookshelves. I love reading articles and uh, that's my main, main, my main source. And worse of cryptocurrency and Bitcoin information, blogs and articles and videos and, and such. And I, I watch a lot of videos. So finally, Ethereum developers, this is, uh, happened to be tweeting about this when I was talking about it, total coincidence. He looked at the GitHub repositories and actually in 2018, there, there, was, there was more stuff uh, with, related to Ethereum than Bitcoin. Now in 2019, Bitcoin again, and he thought, well, maybe you can translate that into the amount of people actually working on Ethereum versus Bitcoin. So we, we've been talking about who's got more developers, Ethereum, uh, Ethereum or Bitcoin, and he now is about with the GitHub hub numbers there. All right, um, that is it. I hope uh, I hope I made all my my big points. Yeah, we I hope everybody most of the Doug Casey stuff and the and the and the Bitcoin embassy stuff. The kids the kids today were. They were, some of them were very interested in Bitcoin and it only takes, you know, in, inspiring one or two or three and, and uh, that, that can make a tremendous difference. So uh, kids do want to learn about this stuff. And I, I even said the stuff you learn in school is probably not as important as if, if you get into this Bitcoin and cryptocurrency stuff now, you'll be able to get jobs or be able to maybe get into better colleges if that's the kind of thing you're interested in. So those of you out there who run other Bitcoin embassies in tourist cities. Um, yeah, get 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 only a tour map. Get get people to take tours. And here in Tel Aviv, get other tour groups to come in. This is a great way to spread the word of Bitcoin. And I'm glad I got to help out a little bit today. Okay, that was a pretty wacky show, everyone. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Pound that like button anyway. I'm going to watch this now. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. And of course, what do we say here? Check out those links below. I will uh, see you guys in the chat. Thanks a lot for the uh, super chat. Who sent the super chat? I do want to, um, I don't know if I said it. It was uh, Planet Musk. Planet Musk Log sent that uh, super chat. So thank you for the 499. See ya.